Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. This is Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, God bless you on this early afternoon. Uh, we want to uh, say praise the Lord to everyone, especially those of you that are viewing for the first time. Uh, we have a beautiful broadcast on today. We're going to finish up our series, amen, um, as we talk about uh, the uh, things that we need to do to strengthen our inner person. And uh, the only way we can strengthen our inner person, and we're going to put it on the screen for you so you can see uh, some of the things that we're going to need to do to strengthen our inner person. We're going to be talking about going against the odds, and we want to be able to strengthen uh, the inner man. And the only way we can go against the odds is we need uh, spiritual tools and practices, spiritual tools and aids that is given through the Bible, through the word of God and through uh, the uh, applying of God's holy writ. And uh, the Bible does not benefit us if it's not mixed with faith. And so before we get started into the broadcast, we want to, um, just give that nugget out so you can know what we're going to be talking about uh, for the next 30 minutes as we close out the series. But we want to uh, remember uh, the saints in prayer as we get ready to go before the Lord in prayer. Remember the saints in prayer, the bereaved family, uh, the Banks, Newsom family, the Harvey family, the Howard family, and also uh, Bishop and Mother Wallace, the Jesus Soul Saving Traveling Mission. Let us pray for them that the Lord continue to strengthen them and all believers, even those that are becoming saints, those that are growing in God and desire more of him. Uh, our prayers to God is for you to have increase from God. And that's going to be our prayer today. We want to pray for our leader, Bishop Murchison, Lady Murchison, and we give honor to God who's ahead of our life. We give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church and to Lady Paulette. Praise God. And so we also want to give honor to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom. Praise God. And so we thank God for her and what God is yet doing for us as we um, work together harmoniously uh, to go forward to the next level in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we can't go anywhere without him. And so if, if it's going to be any elevation, if it's going to be any increase, it's going to come from God. It's going to have to come from God because if it come from any other place, it's not of God and it's not sustainable. And so we want to go ahead and uh, pray for those families. And then we're going to get our scripture, which is found in second Chronicles chapter seven, verse number 14 through 16. And then we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be, for there, be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. All right, let us go before his throne. Precious Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, Lord, we come before thy throne to give you thanks and praise, Lord God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, as we glorify and lift up your name. Oh, God, for this particular session of Bible class, we pray for the families, oh, God, that, oh, God, said pray for us and those, oh, God, that need healing, those that got COVID, those 
that are going through mourning at this time. Oh God, for we know God that, oh God, this too shall pass. But while we're, oh God, in it, strengthen us, uphold us with thy free spirit, oh Lord. Bless every ear that they will hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Bless every believer, Lord God. Bless, oh God, the center man, the center woman, that they will have a heart to come to repentance and call on the name of the Lord. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, that they might be saved. And oh God, those that are falling away from you, God, that oh God, that this will be a time of refreshing. Bless them right now through the word of the Lord. Send increase, Lord God, like only you can. And we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise. Word our mouth as we ask you, oh God, to direct us in your word. We ask you, oh God, to help us to decrease. And oh God, allow your anointing to forever be increasing in us that your name might be glorified. We thank you and we forever praise you in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we thank God for, amen, the prayer. And uh, we definitely also are praying for our presiding and assistant presiding bishop, uh, Bishop uh, Dr. Charles Bennett, uh, and also Mother Bennett, our leaders, and also our assistant presiding bishop, Bishop uh, Charles Webb, Charles H. Webb, and uh, Mother Webb, and to the whole Executive Council Board of Bishops, we're praying for them. And we're praying for our senior bishop, Bishop Floyd Scott, praise God, in Florida City, Florida. And so we are praying for him, uh, that the Lord would just continue to bless him, uh, to continue, amen, to uh, help and lead and aid us as we go to the next level. All right. So let us go into the word of the Lord. We're going to go back uh, just for review. We're going to go back uh, and visit Zechariah chapter 10, verse number six through 12. And then we're going to call our new scripture, which is going to be uh, Luke chapter 22. Uh, verse number 38. And then we're going to go to Philippians four and 13. And then we want to go to first Peter chapter five. Okay. And we're going to start in the middle of chapter five of first Peter. All right. And so that's where we're going to end up today. And we have two other scriptures that we have time to get to them. Uh, reference scriptures, which is Genesis 39 and 21 and judges five and 13 through 14. So we'll get those if the Lord's willing. Uh, but those are reference scriptures. So you can write those down for your own study time. If we don't make it, um, read Genesis 39, 21 through 23 and also judges chapter five, verse number 13 and verse number 14. All right. And uh, we'd like to talk about a few things today, you know, as we talk about, uh, you know, strengthening the inner man and we need to go against some odds. Hmm? And uh, we in a time now where the saints are, are, uh, are going against several odds. You know, uh, we in a day now where people are doing church, but they're not doing Jesus. And what do you mean by that, Ellen Newsom? Uh, they doing everything under the sun and they're trying to attach God's name on it. And God going to say, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. And so if you not working the works of him that sent you, and you, if you're not doing it while it is called today, when night cometh, no man's going to be able to work. And so I just want to say to the people of God, be encouraged. Uh, keep looking to the Lord. Let's go to Zechariah chapter 10 and six. He says, and I will strengthen the house of Judah. And you all probably wonder how am I applying this to the church today? If he's going to strengthen Israel and strengthen the house of Judah, he 
is not going to cast off his people. And, and you know, we uh, in the church being God's property under grace and truth, God loves to dwell in the midst of people. He loved the people of God. He loved his creation. And so therefore the things that he did for the early church, Judah and Israel, praise God, the nation of Israel. He also have joined the church. Praise God. You know, he have joined the church also. Uh, and one thing the Bible said in Acts, he said, now Simeon had declared that God did visit the Gentiles to take out of him a people for his namesake. And so even though he blinded the Jews for a brief moment here, that we may be grafted in the Gentiles, even under grace and truth, what he, his whole love toward humanity is the same. So I want to make that parallel tonight, today. I want to make that parallel in the scripture so you can understand what was done in the Old Testament was for our admonition and our learning. And even today, we serve that same God and he changed not. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. And Malachi 3 and 6, he said, for I'm God, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. So it's very, very important that we understand that God love doesn't change because of dispensation. Praise God. I want to let you know, dispensation did not separate God love from humanity. Only sin separates. And let me get into this. He says here, he says, and I will strengthen the house of Judah. So I'm telling you as a believer in God, in Christ, in the church, God will strengthen his people. Hmm? And he says, I will save the house of, oh, Lord of Joseph. Oh, praise be the name of God. God said he's going to save it. And we can see everything that happened to Joseph. God saved him. Even though he, oh, Lord, even though he went against some odds and his brothers threw him in a pit and sold him off to the Egyptians or sold him off, praise God. Uh, oh, Lord. <sighs> sold him off. Hmm? to the Egyptians. But look at this. <laughs> God had him in mind. And I want to say, make this parallel to the people of God. God have you in mind. He's got the church in mind. And he also have those that are not saved in mind. You say, oh, that's kind of deep. Yeah, it's deep. Because God love is not shallow. Praise God. And it goes farther than what our eyes and what our understanding and even how we feel with our emotion toward different things. God loves run deep. Hmm? And the reason why is because God wanted to have his creation love him back. This was the whole purpose hmm? for God reuniting uh, himself back with humanity anyway, because Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. But look at this though. He said he was going to strengthen them. Hmm? So those of you that are without strength today, we serve a God that's able to strengthen you. And if you don't have salvation today, we serve a mighty, we have a strong God that's able to save. If you go to Isaiah 59, let's get it real quick. I'm going to go to Isaiah 59. I want you to see something. Isaiah 59 and one. He says, behold, the Lord's hand it's not shortened that it cannot save. Neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. 
but your iniquities has separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. And we just quoted second Chronicles seven fourteen. He said, if his people that's called by his name will humble themselves. The biggest issue humanity has is to humble themselves before a sovereign God. Because we're free will agents, God is not, he's not going to force you. He wants you to humble yourself, praise God. Because there's a humbling day coming that you're going to be forced, praise God. And every knee going to bow and every tongue going to confess. I'm just here to let you know. But right now is not the time. We're in the grace and truth. And so now we have our own free will. And that's so great about the love of God. He said he was going to strengthen them. After they had turned and went to other gods and started serving other gods, he allowed the, Syri the Syrians to come in to devour them and subdue them because they wouldn't hear God. Look at this now. How does that tie into, you know, going against odds? God said, even though all these things have taken place, even though calamity may have happened in our lives, even though tragedy and mishap may have taken place, he said he was going to strengthen them if they turned back to him. Hmm? And he was going to save them. Hmm? And he was going to have mercy upon them. And he was going to restore them back to their place. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't you want to be restored back into your place? I'm talking to those of you that are listening to me today that may have walked away from God, um, made an unwise choice or decision. And you move too quick. It's not too late for you to turn back to God. Look at this. In verse number six, he says, for I will have mercy upon them and they shall be as though I had not cast them off. That you're going to be like nothing has never happened. Praise God. Praise God. He's going to restore them to a place as if they, they had never been devoured by the Syrians. Praise God. God's going to bring us out of the storms and the trials and the tests and the dilemmas that we've been in as if we have not been thrown. And I want to give you a nugget today. Daniel and the boys was uh, as Azariah, which in Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they were thrown into the fire. Praise God. Hmm? But God had gave them strength to go down in the fire and endure the fire. And I want to let you know, they came out not sense. They came out without no harm. They came out with no burn. They came out just like they went in. Praise God. And I'm here to let you know and encourage you today as a believer today, whatever you in right now, whatever you going through right now, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hmm? And God is going to be the one that's going to bring us out, my friend. I want to let you know. And God hear you. I want to let you know some people, when they're going through storms and different trials and tests, and they don't hear from God, and sometimes God is silent while we're going through things. Praise God. But he told us to be still and know that I am God. And you need to be still in the storm, in the rain, through the fire, through the test, 
to know that God is right there to strengthen you hmm? while the, the odds are against you. Hmm? Your situation warrants to you not to make it. Hmm? The naysayers and even the enemy itself laughing at you thinking, oh, I got him now, but I won't let you know. He may not come when you want him, but he's a on time God. And so be still and know that he's God. Wait, I say on the Lord and be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thy heart. And he said, wait, I say on the Lord in Psalm 27. We headed to it. But let me get through here. Let me finish this, uh, Zachariah. And I had to go back here because there was another thought came to my mind. One day, God going to unite all his people. Hmm? And this verse here tells us about reuniting the Jews. And you got to go to Acts chapter two. You'll see another reunification. And God did it by having the apostles and those that were in the upper room wait until they be endued with power from on high. And God sent the Holy Ghost. And everybody came together uh, at the Feast of Weeks, which is Pentecost. And God reigned on them according to Joel 2, 25 through 28. He poured out his spirit on all flesh. And that promises to us today. Praise God. And look at this. Hmm? He let the northern kingdom hmm, that was completely absorbed in other cultures that was in captivity. And the, oh Lord, the regathering could not be done. Hmm? It could not be done uh, by humans. When God speaks a word, when God speaks uh, or, or, or sends judgment, it cannot be changed other than by God. Hmm? Pharaoh found that out. Hmm? Could nothing change the course of what God says, but God himself. And so I want to let you know today, be encouraged. And if God spoke a word over your life and told you that you were blessed, and he was going to bring you out. You need to just stay in there with confidence and with joy and with peace and with resolve to know that I'm going to make it through what I'm going through. And I want to encourage somebody today. People turn their backs on you, praise God. But God said, I never leave you nor forsake you. And I won't let you know it may seem like you in this all by yourself, praise God. Hmm. But even if it seems as if you're standing alone, I want to let you know God is right by your side. Hmm? And I want to say this, the choir sang a song. It's been a long journey. But God is right there by our side. I don't care how long the journey is, my friend. He's right there. I want to let you know he's right there. And you got to see the hand of God when you can't trace his hands. You got to trust him. Praise the Lord, because God is going to do that thing. And he's going to, oh, you're going to live to see it happen. Let me get out of here. Let me go. He says here, he says, uh, he said, God will hear them. Hmm? He said, I am the Lord, their God, and I will hear them. And he said, he will hiss for them. Hiss means that he was going to call for them. Praise the Lord. He was going to call for his people and gather them. He said, for I redeemed them and they shall increase as they have increased. Praise be the name of God. 
Don't you know God is not going to stop increasing you just because, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, you're going through a, a, a temporary moment of light affliction. God promised to strengthen his people when we stay closely connected to God. Hmm? This is how we go against the odds. We need to stay connected to God in the fire. You need to stay with God when, oh, Lord, when people toss you to the side, praise God. Hmm? And you know what? Sometimes when people don't call us, we get discouraged. Hmm? I got more prayer time. You ain't calling me. I'm, I got less time on the phone. Oh, Lord. I know I'm messing up. You ain't, you know, I want somebody to call me. Don't get me wrong now. I want somebody to call me. I want a friend and I need a friend. I'm not saying that. Don't mistake me. But if you don't call, I got more prayer time. I got more time in the word with Jesus. Praise God. But I'm saying God is going to send what you need. And sometimes we're looking uh, outward and we need to look inward and build these inner strengths. So we can know if nobody else is there, the Lord is right there with us. Praise the Lord. And I want to encourage you today. You just may have just started your journey with the Lord as a beginning saint. And it may seem as if it's hard. It may seem as if the road is rough and tough, but the way of a transgressor is hard. Don't transgress because you don't see what God is doing. Just stay on the course and path of holiness and God will make himself known unto you. All right. So be encouraged. Don't leave God. Stay with God. Stay connected to him. Despite the obstacles. Hmm? Sometimes when we stray from God, we're cut off from our power source. When you stray from God, you cannot build the inner man to be strengthened. The only way we can be strengthened is we stay with God. Hmm? John 15, he said, without me, you can do nothing. So what did that tell you? Hmm? He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Hmm? And every branch hmm, that bringeth forth, he purges. Hmm? And so I want to let you know, stay connected. Stay connected to the things of God. He says here in verse nine, I will sow among them the people and they shall be remembered in the far country. And they shall live and their children shall turn again. They, they shall live with their children and turn again. He said, and I will bring them again. Verse number 10. He said, I will bring them again. Also out of the land of Egypt. God brought us out of the world. Egypt is a type of world and gathered them out of Assyria. There are some parts of the world had a stronghold. Syria was a representation of a stronghold. Hmm? That was a literal place where they had a stronghold on Israel and Judah. God said, you're going to bring them out of the land, hmm? the culture of Egypt, their ways, their standards, you know, their lifestyle. The Egyptian had imposed their lifestyle on them. And we as believers, if you stay, oh Lord, too close to the world, you adapt the world's ways and yet be in the church. Tell about I'm saved. And this is why the Bible said in John, first John, he says, uh, I believe, let me get it. I, I just want to make sure I get the scripture right. First John, I'm going to get it. I just need to get this scripture because it's very, very important that we look at this. First John 2 and 15. He says, love not the world, 
neither the things that are in the world. First John two and 15. He says, if any man love the world, the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life. After those people had been in uh, Israel and Judah had been in with the Assyrian so long and had been in captivity so long. Hmm? They had picked up and adapted their ways. Hmm? Don't you know if you run with worldly people, you're going to have a very hard time being strengthened by God because your mind is going to be on carnal things. And the carnal mind is enmity against God. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And you wondering where your peace went. Oh, glory. Let me get out of here. Some of us as believers, we wanted, well, well, I used to have more peace than I had than, than I had on last year. Your peace went out the window because you hanging out with people that are keeping up commotion. And you can get back to that peace. Because the Bible says in Philippians 4 and 6, he says, he says, be anxious for nothing. Be careful for nothing. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ, our Lord. How your mind going to be kept if your mind is on the things of God? It just won't work, saints. We need to do what Jude told us in Jude. He said, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You need to pray more if you're going to build up the inner man and go against these odds that we're facing. Let's take a look here. He says here, I will bring them again into the land of Gilead and Lebanon. These are productive lands. These are lands that that's producing praise God. Hmm? And he says here, and he says, I will bring them again. I will bring them into the land of Gilead and, and uh, Lebanon and the place shall not be found for them. Hmm? He says, look, and he shall pass through the sea of affliction and shall smite the waves of the sea and all the deep of the rivers to dry up. God is going to cut a river in your desert. Praise God. You hang in there. God was going to dry up these places. Oh Lord. And the pride of the Assyria were going to be brought down. God was going to bring you through. Oh, Lord, you're going to live to see it happen. God going to bring you through and all your enemies going to see you getting the victory. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And the scepter of Egypt shall depart away. That means there ain't going to be no more remembrance of them. Praise the Lord. God was going to totally annihilate the situation. Praise God. And he says in verse 12, let's go to verse 12. Zechariah chapter 10, verse number 12. Oh, glory be the name of God. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Zechariah 10 and uh, 10 and 12. He says, and I will strengthen them in the Lord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Don't you know when you repent? Oh, you getting your strength back. When you say, God, I'm turning back to you. I'm going to turn them soap operas off. I'm going to stop watching videos all day. Praise God which I mean movies. Some people misunderstood what I was saying last night, watching videos. I'm talking about watching movies all day, binge watching 
your favorite show. And you getting weaker and weaker. Hmm? We, uh, we have a strong God. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. He says, and I will strengthen them in the Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, y'all going to glory. Thank you, Lord. He said, I will strengthen them in the Lord. Hmm. And they shall walk up and down in his name, said the Lord. Now, you ain't got no business with your head down. Hallelujah. Hmm. When you need to be walking up and down in his name. Hmm. Glory be to God. I didn't say your situation wasn't dire. I did not say even your persecution, oh, Lord, was not great. But we got to walk in the strength of the Lord. Hmm. And we need to walk in these scriptures to know that God said he will strengthen them in the Lord. Huh? And as he bring us out of what we're in, he going to strengthen us in him. Let's go to Philippians four. I'm done now. I'm getting ready to get out of here. I want to go to Philippians four, Philippians four and 13. We know what it says, but I want to get it. You know, I'm just getting one script at a time, taking my time. Philippians four and 13. All right. And he says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Hmm? I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. The key is Christ is doing the strengthening. Hmm? We have no strength. We have no might except it come from God. Hmm? Paul said, when I'm weak, then I can be made strong. Praise God. Many prophets, Elijah, different ones went hid in a cave when different things took place. They were weak, but they, God, they served was strong. And God had to remind them, what are you doing here? What are you doing in this cave? Running from Jezebel. And I need you to go down here to Zarephath and speak a word to this widow and I need you to do something else. Praise God. Hmm? God was going to have him perform another task in Zarephath. That the woman with the two sons had the two sticks and going to cook our last meal and die. But God had another job for him. Praise God. Even while he was going through something. And sometimes when we going through stuff, that's the time we really need to be working for the Lord. There's no time to fold our hands, sit down, and, oh, Lord, suck in our problems. Praise the Lord. Because God said he will strengthen you through Christ. And so I want to let you know today, Christ is going to be the strengthener. And you need, to, you need to learn to be content in any situation you face. Now, this is building inner strength. This don't come overnight. This don't just, oh, Lord, this fruit just don't blow up on the tree overnight. This process. And this is why the Bible tell us, you know, to endure affliction, huh? Count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation, temptation, fall, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith work of patience, this is process. Glory. Hmm? Philippians. Oh Lord. First Peter four and 12. He said, thinking not strange concerning the fiery trial which come to try you as though some strange thing has happened unto you. He said, rejoice. Hmm? 
And so we need to learn that it's a process building these inner strengths. And they don't come from watching soap operas all day. They come through meditating on God's word, applying his word daily to our lives, and for us to be examining ourselves to see whether we be in the faith except we be reprobate. Look at this. He says here, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Hmm? And so he says, notwithstanding you have done, uh, you have well done that he says uh, that ye did communicate with my affliction. Hmm? There's nothing wrong with telling God or telling your brother and sister about your affliction. We should pray for one another. Praise the Lord that we might be strengthened. Iron sharpens iron. But we should never get to a place where we charge God foolishly or sit back and murmur and complain. Because these are all the things the Israelites did, and we should learn from their mistake. Praise God. Look at this now. I'm going to get out of here. Paul knew how to be content. Hmm? Whether he had much or little. Look like the more we get, the more discontented we get. And the scripture did say, what would thou do when thou art spoiled? Praise the Lord. And I want to let you know today, huh? We can go against these odds and build these inner strengths. Hmm? Oh, when God stops spoiling us, praise the Lord. Because you know, we can become a lot of little spoiled spiritual children of God. Hmm? And we think every time we cry, God should just come in an instant. But I'm here to let you know, because of the process of growth and development and to increase our faith, to get us to a next level, we're going to have to wait on the Lord. The Bible said, wait on the Lord and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Do you have enough strength to wait? Praise the Lord. These are the things we need to think about. Look at this. Uh, to draw upon Christ's power for strength. Uh, we need to not be discontented. Huh? Because we got to learn to rely on God's promises and his power to help you to wait. Hmm? We got to wait on God. We got to have enough faith. Hmm? to rely on God's promises and his power. Praise God to help us be content while we're going through what we're going through. If you always want more, hmm? you need to ask God to remove that desire because sometimes the more we get, the more we want. Hmm? Look at this and ask God to teach you have contentment. That's what we need to do. We need to ask God to help us to be content. And we need to just stop saying this stuff. You know, if God don't do nothing else, I got, you know, I got more than enough. No, some of us, we not satisfied. We want more and more stuff. And it's getting us further and further away from God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. But I'm giving you what, what's coming straight from heaven right now. Praise God. Hmm? The more we, oh Lord, the more stuff we get, the farther we getting from God. Hmm? Oh, he will supply all your needs. 
Hmm? But you got to know, he going to do it in a way because he knows what's best for you. Hmm? And some things he ain't going to let us get because we'll leave him for this stuff. And this is what Israel did. This is the tragic mistake. Hmm? The stuff became gods to them. And I don't know. You answer the question. Have your stuff became a God to you? Don't answer it. You know the answer. If you can't leave your house and come to Bible class, you can't leave the house, come to Sunday school because you got, got too, so much stuff, you got to watch it. That didn't became a God to you. Because you know what? I'm going to go to church. And you know what? If the stuff be there when I get back, if it don't, praise God. It be there, if it be there, if it don't, it don't. Praise God. But here is the thing, though. The stuff ought not move you. It, not, it ought not dictate your relationship with God. Hmm? Yeah, we got stuff. We want stuff. And we want more stuff. But we don't want that stuff over God. Praise God. So we got to put things in perspective. Look at this. We got to understand that God is supplying the need, according to Philippians 4 and 19. Hmm? We got to understand and see from God's point of view. How are we going to see from God's point of view? We got to focus on what we're supposed to be doing in the ministry. Not on what the blessing we should be getting. Oh, Lord. Let me. Oh, Lord. I'm going to need some time with this. I'm not going to get through today. I'm not going to get through with it. Look at this. We need to focus on what we're supposed to be doing in God and for God and not on what God should be doing for us because <laughs> he's already died for us. <laughs> oh Lord, let me get out of here. Hmm? He had his priorities straight and he was grateful for everything that God has given him. That was the attitude of Apostle Paul. And that should be the at attitude of us. Hmm? He had detached himself from the non-essentials so that he could concentrate on the eternal. Are you more focused on temporal things than the eternal thing? Cause we sing hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. And they say, you ought to build your hopes on things eternal. Hmm? Colossians three. Oh Lord. He says, set your affections on things above and not on things on earth. Oh Lord. I got to, Stark warning for the believer today. Keep your priorities in place. Don't let this COVID. Don't let this mask wearing mandate stuff. Don't let all these other things distract you from what you're supposed to be doing in the Lord. Hmm? I just want to say that to you. Until the young believers or the young saints, keep reading your word, young man. And I talked to a young man last night and encouraged him. Stay in your Bible because God has a call on these young men. Praise God. And they the one got to go to the next level. Hmm? I don't want oh, glory. <laughs> Let me get out of here. They the one need to go to the next level. Hmm? If they're going to be a church of the day, we're going to have to put it in these young people so they can be on that level. So when, when, the, when the mantle gets passed, there's somebody there to get it. Now read, read Judges. You'll see what happened after Joshua. Tell I want to be Joshua's generation. You don't want to be Joshua's generation. 
Well, they were people that knew not God. And when Joshua went off the scene, there was nobody else, oh, Lord, to take the thing and run with it. So they had to set up judges. Praise God. So I want to let you know, you need to understand that everything that God is doing is to build the inner strength in us so we can go against these odds. Because he said persecution, tribulation, in the world we're going to have tribulation. He said we're going to have all these different things. But I want to go to this next scripture. I want to go to, uh, and then we out here another five minutes. We went over today. Uh, we started a little later. But I want to go to our next scripture. I'm calling St. Luke. And we're going to chapter 22. All right? Luke 22. And we want to go to about 30. Um, Let's see, Luke 22, and let's see what we got here. Uh, let's go to Luke 22. And uh, 36. Wow. Uh, Jesus predicts the denial. Talking about inner strength. Or uh, to get the whole story, let's go to uh, Luke 22 and 31. Let's get the whole thing. Jesus predicts Peter's denial. Now, this is before he got the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And so we can all recognize uh, our lack of the strength, the spiritual strength that we needed when we couldn't make it through certain things when we first got saved. Hmm? We may have had zeal. We have made had desire. Huh? But we may have not had the knowledge at the time. But look what Peter says here. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, Satan had desire to have you that he may sift you as we. Look at this now. He tells him Satan desire to have you that he may sift you as we. Being strengthened here. Verse number 32. He says, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail thee not. You need faith to have inner strength. Hmm? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And it says by it or by faith, the elders obtain a good report. How you going to keep a good report with God and don't have no faith in God? How are we going to walk with God and not be increased in our faith? Hmm? Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hmm? And the hearing meaning the applying of the word of God, not just going in one ear out the other, the applying of one's faith. Hmm? Because faith without works is dead. Hmm? Being alone. He said, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith 
they are not. And he goes on to say, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother, thy brethren. You can't strengthen nobody if you ain't got no strength. You sitting up crying, complaining, and boohooing about every little thing. Hmm? You crying, you talking about the pastor, you talking about the elders, you talking about the deacon, you talking about everybody. But you the one ain't got no strength. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we need to examine things, saints. We need believers. We need to examine our actions. Hmm? And my thing is, he had already prayed that your faith fell you not. But he says, when thou art converted, he tells Peter, when thou art converted. Peter thought he was already ready. This is the biggest mistake that we can, oh Lord, we can make as believers. Pride won't have us humble ourselves. Bishop was teaching. He was really preaching to me Sunday. I don't know about nobody else. He preached to me some Sunday that we need to humble ourselves more. And look at this. He says, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. The biggest problem we have, saints, believers in Christ, the biggest problem we have is pride. Enough to say, I need strength. You know you need strength. Oh, Lord. When can't nobody tell you not? You know you need some strength. Pastor been trying to help you with things, and you just won't listen to the pastor. Poor pastor. Praise the Lord. And you still going through that same thing. You still come to Bible class when you get ready. You still come to church when you get ready. Simply because you want to show the pastor you strong. That's foolishness. I wanna, you ain't strong as you think you is. The Bible said when a man thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. We need to be careful, saints. Hmm? Don't let the devil deceive you in thinking you so strong. Hmm? You so big, but little got you. Because every little thing causes you to be ticked off, but you so strong. Hmm? Look at this. He says here, but I pray for thee that thy faith fail thee not. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Peter thought he was already converted. And he said unto him, Lord, I'm ready to go with you. Look, look at his response. Look at his attitude. Look at his mindset. Pride, full of pride. This is before his conversion, though. But God didn't let that stop him from helping him. The love of God didn't stop reaching for Peter didn't stop him from teaching Peter. He even rebuked Peter on several, several instances, but he knew Peter possessed something in him that once he got it right, that God was going to be able to get glory out of his life. Look at this. He says unto him, Lord, I'm ready to go with you. And some of us, we think we ready to go with the pastor. We think we ready to fight the devil and we think we ready to do a lot of stuff. And the pastor keep trying to tell you, Stay on the altar, son. Keep praying. You ain't ready yet. Stay out of them sisters' face. You ain't ready. Praise the Lord. But we think we strong. Look at this. He said, I'm ready to go with thee both in prison and to death. He thought he was ready. Don't let your pride fool you. Just because you run up and down the road with the bishop and you go into every preaching engagement, you ain't ready yet. I just want to let you know, you ain't ready yet. Hmm? 
You need to listen to what the pastor is telling you. Praise the Lord. Look at this. And he says here, and he said unto him, I'm ready to go with thee, both in prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, Jesus discerned something. He says the cock sh shall not crow uh, this day before that thou uh, shall thrice deny that thou knowest me. Hmm? Look at this. And when he said unto them, when I sent you without purse and script and shoes, lack you anything? This is what Jesus asked. And they said nothing. God said, didn't I equip you? Didn't I strengthen you? Hmm? And then said he unto them, but now he that had the purse, let him take it likewise, his script, and he had no sword. Let him sell his garment and buy one. He says, for I say unto you that this is written must be accomplished in me and was reckoned among the transgressors for the thing concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. <laughs> Don't you know, Jesus realized that his strength had to come from the father. Praise the Lord. Jesus realized that his strength was not going to come from the sword. Hmm? And he reminded Peter when he cut the soldier ear off, if you live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword. Praise the Lord. So Jesus was getting the strength he needed. And he said, pray that you enter not into temptation. Hmm? And saints, if there ever been a time that we're going to be strengthened to go against the odds, Jesus had to go against one of the greatest odds, and that was death. Hmm? And he defeated death. Why? Because he realized that the inner strength was going to come through prayer. And he prayed at the garden and he asked him to pray with him one hour. And he said, father, if it be willing, remove this cup from me. But he had to get to a point. And I'm saying to you today as a believer, you got to get to a point in your walk with God where you can say earnestly with your mindset, spirit, attitude, and even drag your flesh alone and say, you going through uh, flesh you going through here. Hmm? He said, nevertheless, now you got to get to a nevertheless moment. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. Don't you know, God know when you get to the point where you can't make it any farther. And God will never leave his people powerless. Acts 1 and 8 said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses. If you sincere about being a witness for Jesus Christ, God is going to strengthen, God is going to strengthen you and enable you to carry out what he needs you to carry out. And so whether you be bishop, pastor, elder, brother, sister in Christ, 
or even a new beginner. Let Christ be your source and your strength. Hmm? And you must pray that you enter not into temptation. Hmm? Don't let your prayer life get cut off. Hmm? Don't let people deceive you into thinking you strong and you not praying. Hmm? You know you're not praying. And I'm talking to our young people as well as the older saints. We need to pray, saints. And you know what? Ain't, you know, the devil is praying. I want to tell you, the devil is praying. We not praying. We playing, but the devil is praying. And I'm talking about P-R-E-Y-I-N-G. He praying on your weakness. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. The devil is praying on the believer's weaknesses. And a lack of prayer and a lack of respect thereof for the teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you want to shrug it off. Don't turn that channel. Whatever you do, don't turn that channel right now. I got more for you. I'm going to get this uh, first Peter five and nine. And then we're getting on out of here. I got more for you. Don't turn it off now. This is where you're going to get your strength at. Look at this. It's very important. That you take this in saints. Going against the odds. Uh, to be strengthened. To build inner strength. We're going to have to pray saints. Hmm? And I know faster to get yourself out of the way. But you got to pray. You're going to have to pray. And you're going to take more than five minutes a day to pray. You're going to spend some hours in prayer. I just want to let you know. Ain't no shortcut to being strengthened over here. You're going to have to labor over here in prayer and uh, it's going to have to be God to give you the strength. Let me look here. Let's go to first Peter five and nine. First Peter five and nine. <clears throat> well, let's go five and eight. He said, be sober, be vigilant because the average, because the adversary, I'm sorry, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary the devil, he praying on your weaknesses. As a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith. Hmm? He resists the steadfast in the faith. He looking for somebody that's weak. This, this is why I wanted to break down this scripture. When I studied it and I examined, I said, we need to break this down for a minute. He said, whom resists the steadfast in faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now, it's very, very important that you understand that you got to be steadfast and firm in the faith. You can't just say, I want to be saved when things are going well, and then when things get rough, I don't want to be saved no more. Hmm? God wants real people testifying for him. And I want to let you know, Lions attack sick, young, straggling animals. That's what he attacked. He know you ain't been praying. You straggling. You straggling. You straggling. You straggling in on Sunday at 1130, 11 o'clock, 1130. And you get that little snack, that little two-hour snack. That's what I call it. Because hmm? the bishop can't give you everything you need in, in two hours. You need to come to Bible class and you need to come to Sunday school if you're going to be fed. Hmm? But you get that one little meal a week. And then you wonder why you ain't got no strength 
to run from the devil. You ain't even got enough strength to run from the devil. <laughs> let me get, oh Lord, let me get out of here. Hmm? At least you got to, if you ain't got no strength to fight, you don't have enough strength to run. Let me get out of here. Look at this. He attacks sick, young, straggling animals. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's who the lion attacks. That's who the devil attacks. He chews victims who are alone and not alert. This is why he tells you to be sober. You need to watch out for Satan. <clears throat> and he says here, when we're suffering or persecuted, we feel alone. We feel weak. We feel helpless. If you're in the room today and you feeling that kind of way, you can be strengthened. We're here to pray for you. And cut off from other believers. I know people use the COVID for the reason for them not communicating. You ain't called a pastor in six months because COVID been in last year. And you ain't called a pastor on this year. Who is your pastor? I'm not trying to be funny or nothing, but I'm, I'm being serious right now. Who is your pastor? You ain't called your pastor in six months. Do you still have a pastor? Don't answer it. My thing is, you need to get back connected. And stop using all these loose excuses. Well, I don't want to bother pastor. You ain't called him in six months. You can't be bothered. Praise the Lord. He would just want to hear from you as a shepherd, a good shepherd would want to know how the sheep is doing. And so you need to get out of your pride, get out of your stubbornness and pick up your phone today and call your leader and let him know what you've been dealing with so he can pray for you because you're trying to get strength outside of God's system. Hmm. The Bible said, if any sick, let him, if it's any sick, Oh Lord, if it's any afflicted, let them, oh Lord, sing song. But is any afflicted, let them call for the elders of the church. You need to call your pastor. I don't know no other way to put it. Look at this. He says here, you feel cut off from other believers. So focus on your troubles. You forget to watch for the devil. You so focus on the hurt, the pain what you're going through, your sickness, what the doctor didn't say it. You forgot the devil's still out there trying to get you. I won't let you know. We're going to pray for you, but I won't let you know you can go against the odds. And the way you beat the odds is start back doing those spiritual things that once had you strong, that once had you, you know, vigilant. Praise God. You need to get back to God. Hmm? You need to call on God. But most of all, you need to get back into the ark of safety. Hmm? During the times of suffering, you need to seek to connect with other Christians for support and keep your eyes on God. Hmm? 
Submit yourself, therefore, unto God. And then resist the devil. You ain't going to resist the devil and you ain't got no strength in God. And so you need to build up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. I hope I said something to strengthen you. Uh, reference that James 4 and 7. If you resist the devil, he'll flee from you. But you need to submit to God first. And that's what we need to do. I'm not going to get to Genesis 39, 21 through 23, nor Judges 5 and chapter 5, verse number 13 through about 14 and 15 there. So I want to let you know, saints, be encouraged. Be encouraged. I do want to get the final scripture, though. Even though I said that was my final scripture, I did have one more, and it's found in Psalms. And I'm going to read it for you. I'm going to read it for you so that you can... uh, so you can uh, see that. <clears throat> All right. Psalms uh, 27 and 10. All right. I want you to focus on this latter part of Psalms 27 and 10. We know he says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And the Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? We know that pretty good. But let's look at this latter part. When David was going through something. This is the Psalm of David. And we're going to look at the latter part of Psalm 27. Starting at verse number 10. He said, when my father and my mother. You may not have a father or mother left in this world. Hmm? My mother's gone on to sleep with the Lord and the Lord's blessed. My father still be here. But he says here, when my father and my mother forsake me, you may not have a father or a mother, mother. Hmm? But look at this. David said, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Praise the Lord. So we can't say God won't be there. God will be right there for us. He said, then the Lord will take me up. And he says here in humility, teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. You got to go against the odds. He knew he could not face these odds without God. Look at this. Deliver me not over to the will of my enemies. For false witnesses are risen up against me and as su- and such as breathe out cruelty. But he says in 27 and 13, I fainted unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Look at this. And he goes on to say, wait on the Lord. And I'm saying to you, saints, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Hmm? Wait, I say, on the Lord. These are the words from your elder Newsom on the Faith in God Internet TV. I hope we said something to encourage you. We want to say God bless you. Until next time, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you in Jesus' name.